You're very welcome back. Uh, we have Mike Smith with us now from uh, Mayo Roscommon Hospice. Very, very important service in the community. Uh, doing absolutely brilliant work. Uh, that is the service, one of the charities that Belligar Trucking are um, given support for or funding for. Um, can you tell, uh, tell us a little bit about the work that you do in the hospice, Mike? Well, the hospice, I suppose, it's just significant that we're here this, uh, this time of the year is that we're now 30 years in operation. Uh, it was founded over in, in, in Mayo and Westport in conjunction with, with Casarima and the late John Tully. Uh, it was formed, so it was idea was to put palliative care in the community, which wasn't there, and we were delighted to say that over the 30 years we have now two state-of-the-art hospices built and, and, and working at the moment, one in Roscommon here and the other in Castle Bar, um, costing in the guts of 16 uh, and a half million and we have no debt we have no borrowings on either of the building and to be honest with you it's all due to the events like that's happening in Ballygar and Ballygar tr- trucking um, we are I suppose delighted to be associated with them and we thank them for being their sponsor for, for this great weekend they're having uh, coming up so it's just to thank them but it's it's our volunteers our fundraisers and our support groups are the backbone of the hospice and um, we do have major donors which is uh, bring us over the line in a lot of things we do but at the end of the day there's the people in the community they're the people are, are the backbone of, of the hospice uh, we continue to fund services in Roscommon uh, for example this year we're, we're handing over the guts of 600,000 for new equipment for insurance and we continue to fund and help pay for the palliative care in Roscommon and through the hospice as well. That's great. And um, with um, the, having having a hospice close to home here, uh, when did um, how long have you been in Mayo and Roscommon? I've been a, I've been a director for for 50, 14 years, and uh, I became chairman three years ago. Um, not too many people knew I was uh, a director in it. Uh, we have a board of directors of, of uh, there's 13 of us. Uh, we're all voluntary. We don't get paid. We don't get paid for any expenses. We don't want to get paid either. Yeah. We don't want to take any money for it. We have a very, very good CEO in Martina Jennings who was with us six years and uh, she's really the, the driving force of, of the of the hospice uh, in terms of she's full-time employed and we have a huge administration back up in uh, in Knock, where we have uh, our, our offices, and everything is generated through there. And uh, we have 12 shops in both counties, and 12 shops in both counties pay for all our administration. So anything that's fundraised, as for example, this weekend, every cent that's fundraised goes back into the palliative care, goes into fundraising. So as I said, our, our shops pay for our administration. That's great. Um so is this one of the reasons that you decided or what was the main reason research you've done to fund um, Roscommon and Mayo Hospice? Yeah, well, I suppose in, in the past um, we would have fundraised for Galway Hospice um, and, you know, Ballygar is technically in, well, it actually is in County Galway, but Roscommon, um, the f- new facility they have in Roscommon caters for people in our area and it's so local um, and I suppose 
it's no more than being Tila with the Benevolent Fund. Nobody wants to be going to a hospice. Nobody wants to be looking for financial help in times of crisis. But to have those facilities on your doorstep and so easily accessible and the work they do, like anybody who has interacted with Roscommon Hospice will tell you they are worth their weight in gold. And it's it's so important that they receive funding um, I suppose from from the likes of community groups and that, that we try to support them financially so that they can stay open and keep providing those services that are so needed um, within every community do you know and, and um, unfortunately they are services that are, are ongoing and going to be needed going forward and it's something I suppose that we need to, I suppose, take a take a, a deeper look at is government funding. Should should government be funding areas like this more? Do you think, or how long have you got? <laughs> <laughs> um, possibly they should be, um, but at the end of the day, government funding, unfortunately, what Jane is saying about cancer and 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 end of life um, diseases, these they happen in every family or in. 99% of the families so everybody's affected so we can't wait you know the, the palliative care teams going back or the, the, the founding of the hospice going back 30 years ago they couldn't wait they were looking for for, for a room for a patient who was very sick at the time and that's how it, it, it started so yes of course there should be you know there should be a hospice in every county we're very very lucky that we have one in each county here in Mio and Roscommon and as, as Jane says caters for the people in the bordering area of of, of uh, Galway as well and Ballygar and that's hugely important the, the, and, and going back to what you're saying about the palliative care nurses like we have a staff over there at the moment and the entire staff and even the, the, the daycare services and the nightcare services they're fantastic people the, the, the teams the palliative care teams in our community are, are they go to work facing life ending illnesses every day of their lives and they do it with a smile on their face they're happy people and I know that the feedback we're getting, no more what Jane is hearing, the feedback we're getting through the hospitals is that the, 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 the goodness of these people is, is just shining through everywhere and that's what gives us a great name and we're delighted to, 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 to um, get all this good feedback back as well. Yeah. And what, so you were 30 years, you had an anniversary of 30 years being opened? Yeah, we had, a, we had two f- uh, anniversary uh, functions. We had one on in for all our volunteers and fundraisers uh, last month in um, uh, the McWilliams Hotel. And we brought all our, our, our um, fundraisers, support groups, uh, past chairman people, direct everybody went to it. And it was, um, we had lunch and uh, John McNichols played music and they were out dancing at one o'clock in the afternoon and it was, it was a fantastic joyful day and the big thing I got out of it is that the second and third generation of families now involved on a voluntary basis you okay. know and that was, a, that was a great morning and it was a great to, to meet all these people old friends and, and, and new people that are involved and it was sponsored by, by a guy called Peter and, and Maria Rin uh, the full day so we'd just like to thank them for that and also we had a gala ball in Dublin uh, last uh, third of the fortnight and it was a major fundraiser we, we hope to, to, to collect in excess of 40,000 it was, a, it was a, a black tie event in the mansion house and we had a huge amount of sponsors we had an auction um, and it was a very very it was a celebratory 
of 30 years and um, as I said it was a fantastic night and it has to be recognised as well but it was a major fundraiser as well yeah. um, I, I suppose just to acknowledge you know that cancer does touch an awful lot of people in every community you know and the importance of a hospice or a, you know a, a space where people can go and families can feel comfortable um, I know personally my, myself um, you know I haven't experienced it but I know a lot of people have and uh, you know it's so such an important service yeah, yeah, it, it's vital, you know, and it's as I said, as you said, you're dead right. A lot of people face. I faced it myself, and that's why I got involved in it. And as I said, in the mansion house, if you walk down to walk down a corridor and be told your your son, your daughter, your your mother, father, your brother, sister has cancer, <clears throat> it's it's a harrowing experience. And I'm telling you, it is unbelievable experience that you wouldn't wish it on anybody. But to have somebody there to talk to you, to help you through it, you know, that's where our palliative teams comes. That's where you're, we, we, we have family therapists. Uh, we provide them all here in, in Roscommon. And we now have them here in a, practically on a full-time basis. We're before the world. But unless you have somebody to talk to, you're, you're in no man's land. You don't know, it's, it's a wilderness out there in terms of if you, if you don't know anything about it. But you have to talk to people. And it... It helps. It takes the burden away. You know, it does help big time. Of course, and especially when you have experts, professionals trained, trained yep. in a in a you know in a certain way. And uh, yeah, it's it's uh, such an important service. And uh, you know, fair play for for you know, it's even beyond fair play. It's just amazing the work that's been done. It is the work. It is, but but the greatest satisfaction of the whole lot is to see people. In the hospices, you know, seventy percent of people, you know, come out of hospice. There is this phobia about hospice; they're there to die. That's not the case. Seventy percent yeah. you know, of people come out, but it gives it gives respite, and people are so grateful for it. And the staff and the atmosphere. I every time I walk into that hospice, in the front door, there's such a welcoming, calm, peaceful atmosphere. And the same in Castle Bar. Yeah. So it's great to have it on, on our doorstep, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's great. That's great. And I can, I suppose, attest to that. Um, you know, the first time we were invited into the hospice to go, it was almost a fear. Like, oh my God, we're going in, it's going to be, yeah. you know, this yeah. environment. And as soon as you walk through the door, it's so light and wonderful and just a fantastic atmosphere, you know, as, as Mike said. And that's so important as well for people you know going in to to get supports you know yeah. that that's the atmosphere they're going in they're not going in oh god oh god yeah. you know so yeah. well it's even what Mike was saying there that 70% of people mm-hmm. do come out of hospice oh absolutely yeah you know that's that's powerful that's yeah. powerful it's, it's huge support for, it's not just for the patient but for families as well yeah and that's what we do as well behind the scenes we do a huge amount of support some cases financial but a lot of it in in, in, in family therapists people to talk to that are as you said are, that are experts in their field so it's yeah. very very important yeah yeah okay um, you're happy to, you know what I mean like that's an, an amazing charity and a uh, fair play to uh, Ballygar Trucking for, Absolutely. for for mm. um, you know for getting involved and and so for supporting that that charity, um, yeah, I think it's amazing the work yeah. that they're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're yeah. fantastic. But and as like the Ballygar Trucking, they're 
as I said, we have that going on all over both counties. But this is a, they have a full weekend, so you know the three nights, three days. So <laughs> I sincerely hope that the people and the guard and the surrounding areas go and support it. And when you're supporting Ballygar Truck, and this year you're also supporting the Muir Scotland Hospice Foundation. Yeah, yeah. Okay, thanks very much for that, Mike. And you. you're welcome.